This is a HeadGum Podcast. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everybody. Bahumia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Betrayed by Birdie and feeling hurty. Calder killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Who could forget Birdie? R.I.P. Yes. And then, of course, Emily Axford. God damn it. Now I want to do a Birdie rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. 2024. Rhyme no more. Calliope Petricor. Oh, so you did end up doing a Birdie rhyme. Feeling flat. <laughs> Okay, she's back. She was out for a moment. (laughs) Extra rhyme. The whiplash, the roller coaster. As is traditional, she was going to go into 2024, a month of rhymes, then of course take the rest of the year off, Mm -hmm. but then she pivoted at the last second to go with a birdie rhyme, which it's going to be a uh, birdie more 2024. That's right. Uh, And then of course we've got Caldwell Tanner. Hang on, I got to get ready. You don't have a birdie rhyme ready, dude? I have he a birdie rhyme. He has an instrument, my man. Nights are cold. Days are long. Try to be bold. Try to be strong. But with my friends and birdie by my side, nothing can go wrong. Hold for frog song. Yes. A, a very important part of that is that he had a wooden frog that he was rubbing with a stick. I don't know that it quite it, worked it was really with good. audio. It was really, agree to disagree, and Murph. Overall, agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. So and now argue. this entire episode is going to be scored by a wooden frog. I'm so, yes, I'm so fucking sorry. I can't play an instrument on our podcast. That's yeah. what Emily does all the time. It's okay. fucking gorgeous. It was okay. gorgeous. No. Hey, you know what? Call, I'm so impressed. Jake's I'm weirdly so quiet. Jake's pretty quiet. So I don't know. He might have been so much. It's me for both of us. Caldwell, I'm so fucking impressed. I'm, I'm in between Murph and Emily, I think. I thought it was fine. <laughs> I'm going intro obscure 2024. <laughs> 2024. Jake, Jake had a little bit of a scared look, like he didn't know where Caldwell was going with it. And I will say I was scared as well. When you broke out the wooden frog and just kind of scraped it as you were talking, I thought, surely this can't be that much of a part of it. And I saw it and I said, I hope this roller coaster does flips. And it did. Yeah. It did loop de loop. It also is a reference to, was it Dungeon Court where well, you were I was thinking you were poetry. doing us, so I married an axe murder cadence. <laughs> kind of. It's always in okay. there a little bit. So you need to be mm-hmm. caught up on Dungeon Court. Right. Well, you no, need to last... know that he has a frog <laughs> with him. Yeah, it was perfect, Murph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It's the audience has followed. Okay. <laughs> Actually, last episode we were talking about like not doing intros and doing alternative stuff. Okay. And I said I was going to get a cork mm. keyboard. And I looked, but they're kind of expensive. So yeah, I figured no. I would use this frog statue that my friend Kiana got me. That was definitely alternative. You were correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think it was awesome. All right. Yeah. 
Snaps for you, dude. Okay, Snaps for you. Okay. Start the show. Again. <laughs> and now he won't put it away the rest of the episode, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, I was like, okay, maybe I got to tone down the, the support. Mic. Get it away from the just mic. Just for the sake of it not it coming back now. during the episode. All right, let's go ahead and do a little recap. So last yes. time you battled avatars of Alexandrite who were disguised as Puffin Folk. Saul and Callie battled the former Roscoe, while Calder and Vtech, the Polar Orc, battled Birdie and Clyde. Birdie, why? <laughs> <laughs> During the fight, the avatars showcased their talent for mimicking your abilities, particularly mm. Saul, who at one point was attached to her by an arcane leash. Callie Ooh. told Alexandrite that she didn't have the charisma to pull off her plan of taking over the Fey. <laughs> wild but the ai <laughs> retorted with a threat she reminded callie that the fey were magically connected through their courts and would inherit the curse of their monarch what would happen if she were to get one of the crowns back on the battlefield you were eventually able to destroy the avatars with help from the serpents in kenna vtech and his fellow rookies were able to survive as well after the fight calder was snuck up on by their leader commander fuldar who reprimanded the newbies for sneaking out on a rogue mission fuldar followed calder to the cabin and you all shared information the orc commander revealed that the village you were in flurry harbor was attacked by strange dwarves of iron deep who then replaced the inhabitants with doppelgangers. Anyone Fuldar sent to investigate did not return, which prompted the rookies to set off on their own rescue mission. During the talk, Fuldar revealed that Gowan Kilday had been promoted to Ranger General, prompting a mixed reaction from Calder. Uh. Go, Gowan! <laughs> Together, you decided on a direct route through the tundra to make your trip faster, and Fuldar loaned you a sledge for all your help. Pulled by Honeysuckle, you took off into the icy plains. The ride to Ice Knife was going to take two days, so you planned to stop in the town of Coldbreak on the first night. You arrived there safely, but found the town completely abandoned. Callie used the Speak with Animals spell on an Arctic fox and learned that the town had been attacked by strange humanoids who left behind no bodies. You went to sleep for the night in an abandoned house, and that's where we are now. Now, is the mayor of this town a giant? That's important to know for what I will be wearing to sleep. Yes. Okay, so I'm probably wearing his sleeping cap, but as a nightgown. I've cut a little hole in the top. Great, okay, oh, so you're cute. sleeping <laughs> in a giant's hat, sort of as a sleeping bag. Yeah. Very cute, very fun. Mm -hmm. And with that, we mm -hmm. actually will start off with Saul. So that night, Saul, you're sleeping peacefully in your giant hat. Mm -hmm. Cute. And you are dreaming after days in the cold, you find yourself floating on your back in a delightfully muggy swamp. Ooh. The sky above you is still cold and gray with fluffy snowflakes falling, but the water you're in is warm and full of moss grass. It's almost oh. like you're in a giant natural like heated spring. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. As you <laughs> look up at the clouds relaxing, you feel someone floating next to you, and you hear a familiar voice go, yeah, feels good, doesn't it, bud? Oh, yeah, this is really, this is really something. We gotta do this more often. Uh, swag? Yeah, you look over, and you see Swag floating next to you, looking relaxed and serene. And he goes, yeah, yeah, this is what it was like uh, on the nights back in Moonstone. It's a little bit colder out here, but this is, 
This is it. This isn't bad at all. But but we can't talk about that. We're looking for you. Where are you? Can you, can you tell me? You see, as you guys float along, swag begins to drift away from you a bit. The kind of sparse moss grass around begins to grow thicker, oh. and you begin to bob in between them, and you can still see him, but he's a little bit lost in this maze of green. Where am I? I don't know. I wanted to come here, though, to... Oh, I, I wanted to tell you something. Saul, we haven't known each other long, but I, I just wanted to thank you. You've really helped me. You, you've helped me, and I know we've just met, but... I don't know, hanging out with Callie and Calder and hearing them talk about their siblings, it, it just made me really glad that I've, I've got someone as well. That's why we're coming to rescue, so we can we can still be a part of each other's lives and, you know, we can do stuff that family does, you know? I'm not exactly sure what that is, but this seems like it. We're doing it right now. He continues to kind of drift away amongst this moss grass. H- hang on. I know, Saul, I I know we didn't get to spend as much time together as we would have wanted to, but the the short time we did spend together, it was, I mean, I was part of something really, really bad, and and you guys, you gave me the opportunity to change that, and and in the end, I got got to do something good. I I know it sounds, I, I don't know, childish, but you probably have a lot of the same dreams and thoughts as me. I got to be a hero at the end, Saul. Yeah. It's... It's been amazing. Leaving Esri, realizing just truly, like, what it what it means to be a part of something. To be a part of something big. To be a hero, but also to, to be fighting for these bonds that you formed. I, I get it now. I get why you left. I get why I wanted to leave. And that's why I'm still fighting. That's why we're still looking. For you... For the ice knife, for a way to keep everyone safe. Saul, you, you know, you've been studying the the bond of of life and death, so you have to know you can't keep everyone safe. You see, continues to float farther away in the moss weeds. You've got to let me. G- As he goes to say that, there is a sudden glitch in your vision as everything scrambles. The moss grass around you begins to wrap and pull at you, changing from grass into wires. No. And you hear Swag scream, "So!" No! Uh, the wires whip around like sentient animals snapping at their prey. Go ahead and give me a dex saving throw. Okay. 14. Okay. Saul, you attempt to jump into the low branches of a dead tree, dead from being out in the cold here. You are freezing as soon as you're out of the steamy water. But as you jump up into the low branches of this dead tree, the living wires grab at the entire branch and easily yank it out, sending you falling towards the writhing mass of cables. You see, as you're about to be pulled in, Swag jumps up, catches you, using his momentum to push you higher into the tree. He goes to kick off to join you, but a wire whips around his ankle and pulls him into the lake of cables. As it pulls him, uh, you see he manages to get his face up to say one last thing. He looks at you in the eyes and he goes, Boris Frigg! 
and then disappears under the wires. Huh? <laughs> you guys all wake up in the morning to Saul shooting up in bed, yelling, huh? Whoa. What? Boris Frigg. What's... Boris Frigg. Do you... Huh? Bo- uh, maybe Boris Frigg? Boris Frigg? Boris Frigg. Does that name mean Boris anything to anyone? Uh, Calder... I feel like I fucked someone named Boris Frigg. <laughs> or was it Friggus Ball? <laughs> it's unclear. Maybe... I, I, I saw Swag in, in my dream. He was... He was wrapped in wires. He was getting pulled down. I, I think the worst has happened. But we can't... We can't focus on that. He was trying to help me. He said Boris Frigg. Uh, he didn't wink when he said it, so I don't know if it was like a former romance partner of his or yours. <laughs> All I know is we probably need to find him. Calder, have you heard the name Boris Frigg? Romantically or otherwise? <laughs> Calder, up to you if it was romantically. <laughs> have but you frigged a Boris? <laughs> Calder, you do know Boris Frigg? Boris Frigg was a ranger and one of your brother Gowan's close friends growing up. He was like part of your brother's friend group. I would say you didn't have a close relationship with him, but he was like a good guy. Like if your brother were to stand up for you, it would be like he would be part of the group of dudes that was, you know, Mm. backing him up. He's a knock it off guy. He's, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Whoa, Callie, you fucked Boris Frigg. (laughs) (laughs) He's the friggin' man. How do you know Boris Frigg? Now that I'm going back, I think it was Friggus Boar. Friggus Boar. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, he's someone from the Feywild. Is he he cool too? He's an autumn Aladrin. He's really insufferable with the pumpkin spice stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Totally different guy. Hey, I can see that. Okay, okay. The Boris Frigg is is not a friggin' boar at all. <laughs> with the with the Fey Wild, a lot of times I know that your name kind of reflects your personality. So the fact that his name was Boar, yeah, is not, yeah, right, not good, yeah. He was just real straight down the middle. Yeah, yeah. just a rowdy pumpkin swilling dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Foster nods knowingly somehow. I think he had like a, I think he had breathe spelled out in wood blocks on his mantle. <laughs> And you had sex with him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> How was it? No, we don't have time. <laughs> so wait, what? Swag just yelled Boris Frigg at you? And that was it? There was other stuff going on. It was clearly... You just had a dream where he was in wires and yelled Boris Frigg at you. Right, yes, but you have to understand, I, I think that he was trying to reach out to me through... The spores through like the kind of clone network we share through whatever means of connection we forge. He was trying to tell me something. Wait, but he's wrapped up in Alexandrite. Is there any chance that Boris Frigg is wrapped up in Alexandrite too? I I don't know. It doesn't sound like the the Boris Frigg that I knew. Boris Frigg, the friggin' man, wouldn't get, would be caught dead wrapped up in Alexander. Sounds, a, sounds like a legend. Yeah, he's legendary. Can you imagine Boris Frigg and Friggis Boa in Whoa. one room together? They're polar opposites. They can never meet. Oh, man. Okay. Well, if there's any chance he can help Swag or help us, we got to get to him. Do you think he's in the Ice Knife? Last time, last time I saw him was in the ice knife. I, he's a friend of my brother. We can, we can ask Gowan. Okay, let's tread carefully around him. I mean, it might be that Swag has heard that like Alexandrite can't seem to get to him, or he's some sort of linchpin that she's going after, or it might be that he is her point of entry. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a tragedy. 
He was the friggin' man. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to meet him. There's no way. Yeah, if, if Alexandrite were to absorb Boris Frigg, that would solve her charisma problem right there, huh? Fuck, you're right. <laughs> you're fucking right. My gods. We all nod knowingly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we should get going then. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna uh, just sweep the entirety of this mayor's protein bar cupboard. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I mean, giants Giants are giant. They stay jacked. It is mm-hmm. weird that there's a big poster that says that in the mayor's yeah. office. Giants stay, stay jacked. jacked. <laughs> Yeah, you grab you grab some protein yeah. bars and some some salted meats and whatnot things you that'll gotta. that'll last long mm. in the cold. You raid the larder. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, so you guys walk through the empty ghost town towards your sledge. Doors and shutters clattering with the wind. Animals skittering away. When you get to the sledge, Kenna loads up your equipment and gets honeysuckle attached to the reins. Calm down, please. Calm down. I got to put the reins on or it's not going to work. <laughs> so excited, just going around in circles. You got to have some so pocket cute. pebbles ready. So cute. What a problem you are. Yeah. Uh, she throws him some rocks so he uh, stays still and eats them and she gets him all caught up in the reins and once you guys are all loaded up you shoot off into the icy tundra the cold wind stinging you like a knife i need two more dc 30 checks before calder finds his village the first one is the first half of the day so kenna is once again helping calder navigate as calder takes the reins she's got her map up it's flapping in the wind and she's (laughs) shouting we're going the right way we're still going the right way, sir. I yodel the song of Calder right on. Uh, to give you a bardic inspiration. Okay, so you got a bardic inspiration. <laughs> Kenna's going to give you a help action and is going to hit you with the squire inspiration for an extra D4. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm singing Calder the Cold, sir. <laughs> this is really catching on. <laughs> wow, if only you had some kind of wooded frog to scrape. <laughs> Reaching for it. <laughs> Resisting, we're about to make a DC 30 check. I should not make Murph mad. <laughs> Weird, it's Fair. the wind picked up and it's a DC 35 check now. <laughs> no, um, wait, remind me what kind of check it is. It's uh, it's a uh, it can be a history check for you because you kind of right. know the uh landscape here. Okay, oh wow, wow. shout out to the three Cree oh, with advantage. Thank you, Kenna. That is a 15. Woo. So we're sitting at a 23 right now. Okay. So then you've got a D4 from Saul, right? Yeah. Uh, and That's Saul, right. what are you doing to help? Um, I just give him an uncharacteristically firm grasp on the shoulder and say, let's get this done. Ow! Ow! <laughs> Ooh. You got this, man. <laughs> what was that? Perfectly pinched a nerve. <laughs> <laughs> Veer off off the trail. <laughs> Down a ravine. Tally ho. Tally ho, bud. <laughs> Alright, so you've got yeah, two D4s and a D eight from Callie. Alright, that's a three, so we got we're at a twenty-six. Twenty-eight. Okay. So as long as I don't roll a one on Just Callie's. Just don't roll a score. one. Okay. That's a six. Oh, right. oh man. God, that's always dicey. I overcome my grievous shoulder injury, <laughs> my pinch nerve. <laughs> I pinch, I pinch the other side so it's even. All right, uh, it didn't need to be evened out. <laughs> 
so you uh, continue to sled through the icy plains, and eventually, uh, very kind of early in the day, the sun is blocked by the mountains up ahead. It goes from being these icy plains to being very rocky. This is where Mount Forge collapsed 200 years ago. Whoa. The ice knife used to be like in the base of the mountain or like around the bottom of the mountain here, and now is in the ruins of the mountain. They've they've had to rebuild over the centuries. Um, so it's created this mountain range of smaller mountains. Honeysuckle pulls tirelessly straight up a massive hill of white snow as the sun disappears behind the mountains and the cold hits you even harder. Go ahead and give me your last nature check of the day. Uh, I think everybody's hitting you with the same stuff. Okay. Saul grabs your other shoulder and nerve pinches you. Can you not? <laughs> He's just, his mind is elsewhere, so all of his like monk martial arts training is kicking in in the wrong way, where he's like, I know this point is important. I think it's nice. It's just like, no, that's a pressure point. He got you. It's really tender. Let's go, giant, stay strong. I'm now singing Colder Kill Day, Friend of the Fae. Ice and snow, get out of his way. Whoa, okay. <laughs> what are you doing to me, Emily? <laughs> so now it's like, and now it's like a boasting song at the ice. I want to play along on the frog so bad. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna need everything. I'm sitting at a 19 right now after okay, adding okay, my okay. Wow, history. okay. 22. Got right. it, right. okay. 25. 25, okay, I we need a five, five or higher five. on the D8. I don't want to show up tired. <laughs> That's an eight, baby. Wow! Okay, nice. so yeah, Callie's song, everybody begins singing together, and despite the <laughs> cold, you're able to keep your spirits up and you keep riding along, and Honeysuckle happily kind of just hums along, munching into the snow, continuously climbing up this hill. Now, the way the ice knife is set up, they use the natural layout of the mountains as protection, essentially, and the town center is in a big crater. The outer walls are the mountains themselves, with towers built into the natural dips in the geography, and that's where rangers can be put on guard, or there could be different barracks uh, that can house the warriors and the hunters and whatnot. Before you get to the town itself, there is a tower at the top of the first hill called First Light. It's far south of the village at the highest point, and it's supposed to set a beacon if there is any trouble out there to kind of warn the village. As you climb this massive hill, you can see the tower coming into view. You can see from here that the beacon is not lit, um, but everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. Shout out to the two crew. Okay. Nat 20. Wow. Shout out to the two zero crew. I have like really, it's like so cold that everything's like brighter. Too. Yeah. Callie, mm. yeah. You lock in. You've you sort of embodied the winter Aladrin part of you. Mm. And you are able to see through all of the whipping wind and snow up ahead. Two things strike you as strange. Okay. One is that, and probably this is revealed once you mention it to Calder. A beacon would only be lit like if you needed to warn the village. But it would normally, a tower like this, would have some kind of light so that people could see through the storm to find the village if mm. they're a friend or a traveler. So there's no light like cascading out, which is a little strange. But with a nat 20, you see dark figures in the snow that look like giants from here. They look like maybe smaller humanoids from farther away. But you see a bunch of giants, about a dozen 
at the top of the hill with bows pointed at the sky like they're about to unleash a flurry of arrows. Bows at the sky, like at the beacon, or...? Bows up in the air like they're going to release a volley of arrows. Okay, on us? Uh Or are they attacking the sky? Do you have a problem with dragons, or are arrow volleys the way that you deal with intruders, in which case I think we've been labeled intruder? Yeah, or maybe there's ice bats. Is it ice bats? What? It's not ice bats. <laughs> ice bats. <laughs> ice bats. Oh, oh, ice talking? bats. I, I thought you were talking ice about bats. ice bats. I thought you said ice bats. Why would no. they need to shoot an ice bat? No, that's what I call hail. I take it back. That's a really good point. Are there ice bats? Is it ice bats or Is bats? Ice you bats? have to tell us, Mr. Kilday. I attack an ice bat. <laughs> I've never seen an ice bat in an ice bath. Never. <laughs> They've got icicle fangs. They're scary. That sounds awesome. <laughs> they don't live here. Okay, good. I think they're going to shoot us. Oh, shit. Okay, if that's the case, then I think we need to communicate that we are friends. Right. Boris! Boris, are you up there? <laughs> you see, somebody casts a cantrip and lights all of the arrows. So now you can see mm. all of the rangers at the top. You see about a dozen rangers with these bows pointing them up in the air. And you see one giant ranger atop a woolly mammoth that emerges once you start speaking, once you start yelling. He wears a long white cloak to blend in with the snow. It matches the snow-covered fur of his giant mount. He's got scarves wrapped around his face and a pair of goggles. Under his cloak, he wears the black boiled leather of the rangers. On his back, you see he's got his massive bow and on his hilt, a giant ax. And uh, you hear this giant on the mammoth yell towards you. What do you know of Boris? Do I recognize that voice? Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Shout out to the three Cree. Becomes a eight. Uh, it's been a while since you've been here and it's kind of echoing and they're kind of putting on an authoritative voice. You're having kind of a hard time reading it. Okay, then I'll just yell back. That he's the friggin' man. (laughs) (laughs) You hear a voice call back. Who are you? State your purpose. Kilday. Calder Kilday. Returning home. And we're his best friends. Saul Buffo and and Callie Petricor. You see the giant on the mammoth, like, holds his hand up for you guys to stop. Honeysuckle stops obediently, kind of just laying there, uh, looking up at you guys on what to do. You see the giant takes a moment, talks to some of his rangers, and yells back, Smolder, kill day, did you say? I think there's a, a frost gnome village on the other side of the mountain. <laughs> I look at Callie and Saul. He's kidding. What the fuck? What the Co- fuck did you just say? He's talking about, he's talking about somebody else. I would love to meet it's a frost a big gnome. Deal. <laughs> I would love to meet a frost gnome. Callie, obviously, but like focus up. <laughs> hey, that's my buddy you're talking about. Yeah, that, well, that's, that's my brother I'm talking about. Get up here, brother. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. Calder jumps off the sledge and runs. <laughs> uh, you see your brother, uh, Gregor takes off his scarf, runs down, and uh, as he gets close, he stops short, so he does sort of an ice skating like slide to cover <laughs> you in snow. <laughs> that was yeah. hilarious. You should have seen your face. I bet it was annoyed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's for sending a fucking violent crow to me. Uh, he pushes you. What? 
Oh. The violent crow. You sent us a crow that said to watch out for mothership, and you sent yeah. a violent one on purpose, and he clawed at my I face, don't... and now I have a little nick on my face. Oh, yeah. I can't even see it. It must have healed perfectly. Uh, he uh, he brings you in, uh, and he picks you up kind of patronizingly, <laughs> like in a hug. Put me down. And he goes, good to see you, Jif. Uh, and he calls you Jif because uh, your mom used to call you Giant Heart, which turned into Giant Fart, which turned into <laughs> GF, which then turned into Jif. Wow, it's such a family nickname. I love yeah. it. <laughs> good, good to see you, Jif. Uh, so, uh, your friends, uh, Calliope Petricor, you said? Yeah, so I'll yeah. and then this is Kenna and our worms. Hi, you're really mean to Calder. We don't appreciate it. That's our night. <laughs> it's just—it's just his way of razzing me. It's yeah, all right. just razzing. We're just it's razzing. Right. We're just having some fun. Right. It's what families do. I know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, definitely not what mine does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it what families do? I don't actually I know. Don't know. Yeah. Anyway, you're kind of freaking everybody out. Why are you guys talking about Boris? What? Do you really want me to explain? Because if I explain it, it's just going to make you more confused. All right. Let, let's get inside. Let's get somewhere warm. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Can we say that we have our sunglasses on, by the way? Oh, yeah. I'm always wearing a scouter. Yeah. yeah, you've already you've got your scouter on. Mm -hmm. Everybody looks green and organic. Nice. Uh, you see, uh, Gregor takes you into the tower. There are a lot of rangers here. Calder, you know, usually first light is just one or two people, just to make sure there isn't some far off danger. There is a brazier lit in the tower, kind of strategically placed behind the wall, so it gives off as little glow as possible, so anybody, like, sneaking up might not see it. But inside here, it's pretty well lit. The orange light of the fire reveals a spiral staircase that goes up to the top. In this room down here, there are crates and barrels full of supplies. Uh, some of the rangers know you, Calder. Uh, they look, like, pretty grim and, and business-like, uh, but a few of them, like, pat you on the shoulder or, or say hey, um, but kind of go back to their posts, like, watching this giant hill. Careful, my shoulder. It's a little sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they pat your shoulder anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and Gregor brings you into the tower um, and collapses on, like, these stacks of grain that he set up to be, like, furniture. And he goes, Okay, obviously I've got, like, a lot of questions for you, but first off, saying Boris's name freaked us the fuck out because Boris disappeared this morning. Just this morning? Yeah. Okay. And, like, not regular disappeared where he just, like, went off on a hunting trip and died or disappeared or something. Like, was going to the tower in the morning and then we found, like, his rings and his clothes. Oh, no. I'm gonna do a quick scan of the room to make sure we can talk freely. Yeah. <laughs> 19 perception. 19 perception. You look around, there are rangers here. On your scouter, you're seeing everybody is green, but I will also say that you do know that Alexandrite was evolving. So you don't know for sure that nobody here is connected to Alexandrite, yeah. but okay. Gre Gregor has kind of pulled you guys off to the side because he's really excited to have Calderback outside of kind of freaking us out. What's going on? Oh, yeah, no, you know, nothing. I I was, you know, I was living in Esri, um, had a, a right. job, and... And that went bad, because you sent us, you were working for Mothership, and yeah. then you sent us a letter with a violent bird. Right. <laughs> and by the way, uh, that little mm. snow thing, that's not the only payback. One day, 
And it might be today, it might be tomorrow, Don't. it might be in 10 years, I'm going to punch you in the face. No. And what? You, just have, you have to live with that. That's not commensurate at all. You just have to live knowing that that's going to happen. Wow. Gregor, no. If you saw this bird, he was big and he was scary. I did see the bird. Yeah. I let it go. He I was fierce. It wasn't that he had big. fierce talents, really? okay? Come on, you're, you're very tough. Yeah, he nicked me, okay? It was weeks ago. Maybe yeah. he grew in migration. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, fine, but I don't feel like punching me in the face in 10 years is a fair right. retaliation Any, anyway, at all. Yeah, you told us to watch out for Mothership, and kind of good thing you did. There was, part of the reason we're on kind of high alert right now is there was an attack at East Watch today. East Watch. Um, and Calder, you know that East Watch is, you know, further in, closer to the village, and that's where, like, the barracks is where all the rangers are. This, even though there are a bunch of rangers here right now, this is not normally where everyone's stationed. Mm -hmm. And Gregor goes, they they noticed some strange rangers that seemed a bit unfamiliar. Mm. They got cagey, and then when confronted, the rangers attacked. Is everyone okay? Not not everyone, no. We, lo we lost a couple people. But um, we, we were able to, well, I wasn't there. I say we as in like we, the, the rangers of the of the village. But um, right on. Yeah, apparently they fought a bunch of these uh, like android zombie guys that got like wires coming out of them. And they were able to turn into giants and, you know, do do all kinds of stuff. And now Gowan's all paranoid. He's got me out here at first watch, which is like the shittiest place to be. Mm. You know, it's like we shared a womb. Well, you got me out here on first watch. Well, I guess you know Gowan's got to make these tough decisions now. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. You sound like Gowan. <laughs> you sound like him. No, I don't. Uh, looks around at, at you guys. You guys got, like, older siblings or anything? Yeah, I've got, like, a uh, brother who's kind of also my dad. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Gregor <laughs> <laughs> nods. Right on. Right on. I guess that's kind of what Gowan is for you, huh? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's not my goddamn dad. He's my twin brother. We're exactly the same. <laughs> Saul blinks, not knowing what he said. <laughs> looks at looks at Callie. Yes, yeah, I do have an older sister. Yeah. Yeah, they're a lot, right? Really? A tw I always kind of fantasized about having a twin. I thought that having a twin was like having a best friend for life. You think that, right? <laughs> <laughs> you think that we shared a womb? You think that, right? Who came out first? She did. Oh. Hey, fucking holding, holding it over my head. I feel like you really need to have a conversation with him. I try. You're living the dream. You realize that, right? Being yeah. a twin. Is is it? Yeah, it's the fucking dream. Oh, okay. Well, maybe is is it a dream being twins with someone who's fucking perfect? Apparently, we're fraternal. Because apparently, I'm not perfect. Who's telling you this? The world. <laughs> Why? No, I. You know, I might be a twin. I've got a bunch of clones somewhere out in the world, potentially. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, I, I know what it's like, man. I try way too hard to identify. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, you know. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Calder. Uh, no, but it's... yeah, Gowan's, Gowan's been a dick. Wow. Well, you know, I, I never really realized you guys had your own relationship. I feel like I always viewed it through my own eyes. I looked up to both of you, but... Oh, shit, you looked up to me? <laughs> Okay. Uh, no, no, I didn't. I mean, just like because you're taller. Loser. I think you're a, I think you're a loser. I push him. Loser. <laughs> Grabs you where you said it hurt on your shoulder. No, no, no. It's <laughs> super tender. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I tap. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's right. So we sent you out here. What did you find? 
we haven't found anything except for except for you guys. Actually, it's lucky that uh, I was here because otherwise they they might have thought you guys were maybe with them. Oh. In fact, I should probably. <laughs> You see, he laughed. <laughs> I should probably like check and make sure that you guys aren't weird creatures pretending to be my family. And he <laughs> yeah, looks you at actually, you. You actually should. Pretty intensely, Calder. Okay. Oh. You said you looked up to me. That seems weird and open <laughs> and not the type of thing we would say to each other. Yeah. I'm just, I've learned, I've learned a lot living in the city, traveling with my friends. I started sharing. But I'll I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage, Calder. Is that a fourteen? <laughs> Gregor nods suspiciously, um, and then does look over at you, Saul, and goes, "Okay, okay. Well, the story's starting to add up, and you say that you have right. maybe like a, a brother." father situation uh-huh. and maybe other clones <laughs> yeah. out there. Uh-huh. So, strangest thing, the attack on East Watch yeah. also had a bullywug who sort of revealed that he was a bullywug and that's sort of what tipped off the rangers so that they were able to get the jump on the replicants or whatever you want to call them. I scramble up Gregor and put my face right next to his. Did his face look like my face? Was he punching people a lot? I wasn't there. Okay. Who who was there? Who who can we talk to about this? Gowan was there, I think. Yeah. All right. I mean, pff, I don't want to talk to freaking Gowan about this, yeah. but like maybe if you're there, I guess make uh, make an appointment with his with his squire Seriously. or something like that. <laughs> he, he takes appointments. The squire takes appointments. You see, kind of looks stressed out. Am I supposed to be taking appointments for you yes, guys? Please. No. Okay. All right. I'll do it for Miss Petricor. You need to hold a clipboard. Yeah. Okay. If anybody wants to talk to Miss Petricor anymore, you go through me. Oh. All right, I'll make an appointment. <laughs> right, well, uh, I'll be home home later if uh, you want to, uh, you know, meet up at uh, mom and dad's place or or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, whatever. I'll see you there, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't give a shit, but you know, Neither if you want to catch up, no, or, maybe I'll see you or hang on or whatever. Maybe I'll see you. Yeah, uh, okay. Maybe I'll see you. Maybe I won't. Otherwise, uh, nice. for my sake, would you two hug each other? Um. Like, not about what you need, it's what I need really okay, badly. If it's a dare. Yeah, could yeah. it be like a chivalry <laughs> thing that you, yeah, yeah, I double you dare, dog dare you. Do you dare me you. to hug my little I brother? I'm dare not fucking afraid. Dare me? I'm not afraid. I, da- I'll hug I you. triple dog <laughs> dare both of you okay. to hug each other <laughs> as <long>. tight <laughs> to communicate how much you've missed each okay. other <laughs> using all your muscles to speak your love. <laughs> you see, uh, Gregor, and pulls if you don't, you're both scaredy cats. I'm not a scaredy cat. I dive in. Yeah. Get Greg- a blurry schedule. <laughs> Gregor gets down on a knee. You always appreciated it when your brothers didn't like pick you up to hug you. So uh, he leans down to give you a big hug. Um, and, and he gives you a big hug. And you hear um, some sniffling. Glad you're fucking back and you're fucking safe or whatever. Who cares? Uh, me too. It's fucking cold outside. Yeah, it's cold as hell. It's cold as hell. But it's, yeah, it's good here. Okay, yeah. Say hi to mom and dad. They missed you. Okay. Yeah. Say hi to Gowan right. too. We love him, but we hate him. You know, he sucks. Okay. Don't tell him I said that. Whatever. Okay. Maybe not. You can tell him that fuck I hate Gowan. him. Don't tell him. Yeah, fuck, right. fuck him. Love you. Fuck you, Love you. Bye. Fuck you. Go. I shove him away from the hug. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, you see uh, some of the giants nearby are snickering at him. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. I was dared. It was a dare. I did it. <laughs> All right. Well, Calder, do you want to 
show off your investigation skills to uh, everyone in the village? Maybe we see if we can find any clues about what happened to Boris? Do you want to see your mother? And your father? Yeah, let's go to my house. We can... Let's not delay a reunion that you've We been... can get as much information as possible. Good idea. Maybe circle up with Gowan. Be nice to have, you know, some dinner too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Are you hungry, Kenna? Oh. No, squires <laughs> don't get hungry. <laughs> I'm only hu- I'm hungry when you guys are hungry. I can eat whatever you guys can eat. Kenna, I think you need to schedule in a hug with us. Yeah, okay. Schedule a hug with Miss Petricor, okay? <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is fun. This could really go to my head. If I know my family, they'll have a giant stew going just for you, Kenna. Oh, <laughs> all right. Uh, sweet. Uh, so you guys leave the tower. Uh, say your goodbyes to Gregor for now. And it is a decent trek to get to the town itself. It is all downhill, but it takes like almost an hour to get there. It's really out of the way. It is, in Gregor's defense, it's a shitty place to put your brother. Uh, but you also kind of understand like if he trusts Gregor, he would want him like out on kind of like near the front lines. Mm-hmm. As you uh, begin to go downhill, uh, the mountains are no longer blocking your view of the village. Uh, surrounded by moonlit snow, you see the glow of huge bonfires and braziers in the town square. Smoke from individual fireplaces fill the air, and since the citizens are mostly giants, you can see movement even from here. Out in the tundra, even the frost giants can get cold, but not here where the mountains block most of the wind, and there is always a warm hearth to sit by. There's a sort of echo effect of being closed in by these mountains, so the village sounds a lot louder than it actually is. Like, you hear a cacophony of voices, but see, there's only, like, you know, some people out. Uh, And around the outside of the town, along the mountain paths, you can see lights from the different towers. First light is the southernmost tower that's behind you, but there are big towers to the north and west. None of the beacons are lit up, so there's no active battle, seemingly. But the east tower is the biggest one, and there is a barracks there where the rangers live. That one is alight with giant torches and seems to be buzzing with activity. I'm going to cover my face and kind of walk in the shadow of Honeysuckle because... Seems like a frog that looks like me potentially just committed a crime here. So I'm going to try and keep a low profile. <gasps> oh, You're the wanted one now. <laughs> I look for like a wanted poster of Saul and like what the <laughs> bounty is. <laughs> I'll, I'll say you guys get down into like the town itself. You smell firewood and roast meat in the air braziers outside of various businesses and lanterns hanging from their roofs separating the town square from the residential district there's a big lake of ice that leads off to an icy waterfall to the north people are finishing up their day closing their shops and heading home or to the most popular place in town there's this tavern called the north star there's a sign swinging in the wind with a silver star on it there are paths for you from here to get to one of the towers or the barracks there's also a path for you to get across like where this frozen lake is and get to the residential district where your parents' home is. So the residential district is on the other side of the frozen lake? Yeah. Okay. Is it close to where the waterfall is? No. Waterfall is like on the outskirts of town. Gotcha. Well, you know, if Ken is hungry... Hey, let's not... I rescind <laughs> my hunger. I strike Kenna, it from the record. I double dog dare you to admit that you're fucking hungry. Fine, I'm hungry. Well, I could eat. But I we could, could I could just have a snack. We've got all this protein. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> I could protein. just do a snack. You guys let me know where you guys want to go first. I defer to Calder. My mom's gonna kill me if I don't come straight home. That's what I figured. 
Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money just to be sure. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings, folks. With Rocket Money, you got full control over all of your subscriptions and a clear view of those expenses. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place. So if there's anything you don't want, Rocket Money will help you cancel it with just a few taps. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate your bills lower for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They will deal with customer service and all those AI chatbots so you don't have to. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and it's saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions. That is saving their members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. That is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw, rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Factor. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. You can check out their menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto-Friendly, folks. Their fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes, so no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart your new routine what are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from, every week you'll always have new flavors to explore. So make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy and nutritious options and also keep that kitchen time to a minimum. Factors meals are ready in just two minutes, so that's no shopping, no prepping, no cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Head on over to factormeals.com pawpaw50 and use the code pawpaw 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code pawpaw50 at factormeals.com slash pawpaw50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, everybody. Sweet. Home it is. You walk along a path that you've walked dozens of times before. I'll say that, you know, when you were younger, you probably, you know, barbacked at at this tavern here, the North Star. You had worked and lived in the town square and gone up and visited your mom when she was ranging at one of the towers. You've made this walk home from the town square to your house uh, a million times. And you guys, Callie and Saul, while this is a village, it is a giant village. So even though there aren't that many buildings and stuff, Everything is fucking huge. All of the log cabins that you see in this residential district as you get to it are extremely big, like some of the biggest houses you've ever seen, but, you know, built very simply. It's very sort of Spartan for for being so huge. Calliope remembers that huge buff bodyguard automaton she got to be once (laughs) and longs for that experience (laughs) of feeling so strong and powerful. Calder, you find a a log cabin that looks very similar to the other cabins nearby. Out front, you see uh, the sigil of of the town, some a, a banner that your mom 
has flown proudly because she was their ranger general. You see like an old flag with a, a blue knife on a white background that's been weathered through the years out, outside of this one home that you recognize as your childhood home. That's me right there. Oh. Uh, and uh, I walk down the path and I know the front door is for guests. So I go around the side, which is the, the way the family goes in. Wow. Right on. Which door should we use, Carter? You guys are with me. You're good. You can okay, okay. come this way. <laughs> I keep getting stuck in giant's footprints. But I think I'll still knock. It's been many years. Mm. Calder, you hear a voice from the other side. You recognize this voice as your mother's calling out. Gowan, I told you, you could just come in. Always so proper. Just come in. I open the door and I call out. Mother. Mother. <laughs> You it's not going. enter this big, warm cabin. Uh, Callie and Saul, you guys see uh, this large, dire bearskin rug in the middle of the floor. Oh. A huge wood-burning stove that lights up the room. The walls are lined with paintings and mounted weapons. The heads of great beasts, including a centerpiece that is a dire moose. This enormous moose head with huge horns that extend out. And Calder, you see your mother comes running towards you. You guys feel the whole house shakes as she begins to <laughs> run towards Calder. <laughs> swoops down and gives you this huge hug. Calder, my giant heart, my giant heart, you're back. Hey, hey, mom. Hey, how's it going? Uh, you see uh, Calder's mom for the first time. She is built like an absolute brick shit house. <laughs> 20 feet tall, has the build of like a, a retired football player, thick, powerful arms sort of and just very strong looking uh she's wearing like a woolen shirt she's got this beautiful long gray hair her face is wrinkled but she has this like childlike twinkle in her eye as she looks over at uh you two uh saul and callie i collapse into a curtsy <laughs> i think saul has been like so overwhelmed by feelings of family and inclusion that he just like goes in for the hug with Calder. Yeah, you see Mira uh, pulls you guys in for a hug. Friends of Calder's, uh, friends yeah. of Calder's are friends of mine, certainly. <gasps> come on in, come on in. Very dear friends of mine. Come on out of the cold. Uh, you see, uh, she closes the door behind you guys. Uh, get get over here. Sit sit near the fire. Sit near the fire. Are you all right, Calder? Are you hurt? Uh, no. Did anyone try to mess with you when you came in? Kind of, but not in a not in a really bad. Did, was it Gregor? Was it Gowan? Gre you have to yeah, tell me. No, Gregor. It was yeah, Gregor. Gregor. Okay. It's, no. Don't worry. We'll punish, do him. we'll punish him. <laughs> no, don't, don't punish him. No, don't worry. We'll punish him. <laughs> he didn't. No, no I'll handle it. We'll punish him. Don't Please worry. don't punish don't him. Okay. Don't tell him I told you anything. It was just it was just brother stuff. Just goofing me. It's what brothers do apparently. Yeah, it was really cute and charming. It was cute and charming. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. He said he's gonna punch me in the face. He said he's gonna punch me in the face. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll make sure that doesn't happen. Calder, introduce me. Who are your friends? Oh yeah. Um. Saul Buffo, Calliope Petricor. Saul Buffo, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Kenna and Honeysuckle as well, actually. Hi. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> oh, looks like you've shoveled for us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Saul. <laughs> I remember my chores. Nom, nom. Yeah, that's how he eats. <laughs> you see, uh, she takes a, a long look at you, Callie. I peer up from my curtsy. <laughs> for, forgive my presumption. You're a winter lantern. Yeah, I mean, I'm an Aladrin, and I'm currently feeling very wintry given my atmosphere, but I'm from the Feywild, which I think you guys must know to some capacity, because you have a 
portal to the Fey Wild here. It's spilling out my yeah. <laughs> and my words are spilling out, and I realize I don't know what she knows. Yes. Or you don't, or I made that yeah. up. <laughs> you see, she gives you a long look and looks at the four of you with Kenna and keeps looking at all of you and nodding. Yes, it, very interesting. Oh, they're very interesting. Yes, uh, well, uh, of course, yes, uh, we have the um, rift in the sky uh, of the Feywild, and um, yes, there's a, a portal there. Um, yeah, okay, so it's common knowledge. Yes, well, the, the portal, of course, is common knowledge. Calder, well, you, you're sending us letters. Uh, you, you, you say that you, you were working for Mothership, and now you say yeah. watch out for Mothership. Right, so I lost my job, Mom. Oh, um, that's... Do you yeah. need me to beat anyone up or yell at anyone? No, it's okay. I think I kind of quit. It was mutual. Do you need me to punish Gregor or... No, I don't think so. Okay. May I ask what you do to punish him? What do, what do I do to punish Gregor? Yeah, I'm just curious. I make him read a book. <laughs> That's too harsh, Ma. He's, he's, so super well, he's, he's super well read now. Your family's absolutely fucking charming. <laughs> so cozy in here. No, we were, we were working for Mothership. We found out you know, it was a really bad company, and then we found out it was actually a really evil company, and now they're kind of in the midst of taking over the world, and we're just, we're trying to, we're trying to stop them. The constructs or androids who attacked, they, I assume, perhaps had something to do with Mothership? Yeah. Yeah. We encountered them at Flurry Harbor, um, and then we were at Cold Break, and, and it was deserted. I Oh, yes. And, we're th- and now they've made it here? I've heard about Cold Break. As far as I know, there were uh, about a dozen of them who attacked at the East Tower and they were uh, destroyed. That's only the beginning. There's more. Where do are you, the remains? Yeah, do you have the corpses? Well, you know, uh, as the former Ranger General, I am, of course, retired, so it's in Gowan's hands now. I let Gowan do, do yeah, things his way. Yeah, but a doctor way. never stops looking at boo-boos, yeah, you, you know? Yeah, you see, you look around the house, <laughs> and you see, Calder, that she's gotten really into woodworking and has made, like, <laughs> dozens of bows. And you see she begins, as you start talking about this stuff, she just begins starting to whittle complicated carvings into one of the new bows. I've just been busying myself... What not? Wow, this is a it's a beautiful bow, mother. Can I pick up one of these bows? Yeah. Mm. Do you all want a bow? Oh, sure. I, I feel like it might be a little a little big for me. I make them for children. <laughs> not that your child. Not that Honestly, your child. I've seen your children. They could absolutely stump me. <laughs> so I'll hear his children and thinks, yes, I could be your child. <laughs> uh, and she also goes, oh, what am I thinking? Your your father's uh, out back. He was just going to um, br- bring in something for dinner. Yerk! Yerk! Calder's back! And you see uh, this sort of gruff-looking old man, a little bit skinnier than your mom, Sort of always has like resting grumpy face, like everything <laughs> is just kind of pointed downwards, but has like a really long goatee, uh, but like mostly bald up top. Um, but he he uh, lights up when he sees you. Oh, Calder. Yeah. Uh, sir, yeah. how are you? <laughs> I extend my hand for a handshake. He gives you a handshake, pulls you in for a hug, tussles your hair. Yeah. And you? Yeah. Uh, looks at uh, looks at you, Callie. I extend a firm hand. Uh, gives you <laughs> gives you a firm a handshake. handshake. Yeah. Good to meet you, sir. Firm, yeah, yes. firm. <laughs> yeah. And you. Yeah. Saul slips back into his like mothership days and salutes. 
Yeah, all right. <laughs> he, he awkwardly salutes you. <laughs> oh, you're, you're back. A mothership uh, bed? Or, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, bad? No, they're, yeah, they're right. real, right. real bad. Hey, right, well, yeah. I'm yeah, glad, you're, glad you're good. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you're good? Yeah, I'm good. You guys want a snack? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. sir. Yeah. Yeah. Want a snack? All right. Yeah. Uh, you see... Um, Yard looks nice. Yurg goes out back, uh, enters like he's got like an outdoor freezer back there. He essentially just <laughs> hangs like meat in a shed out back. And oh. Yurg was also a ranger, but unlike your your mom, who was kind of like more of an adventurer, Yurg was like a hunter, and Yurg mm. also is kind of a cook. So Yurg comes back in, um, begins carving up the meat, and begins cooking up like a, a stew for you guys, like makes way, way too much food. Um, and very quickly, the whole room smells of roast meat. <laughs> Can I check on Kenna, see if she's holding it together? Yeah, she's <laughs> just so excited. <laughs> This is awesome. God, can we just live here? Yeah, yeah, I was wondering why you ever left. Do you guys ever get high in the meat shed? Whoa. Gowan did. It was epic. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying about Gowan? <laughs> Nothing. This is delicious. It's Gregor behavior. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see... um. Uh, your your mother and your father uh, join you. Uh, your father's uh, kind of a, a quiet guy, obviously like happy to see all you guys and everything. And he's well natured. He's got like a grumpy face, mm. but you know, sort of an affable guy. So he's sitting next to like Callie and goes, "Hey, how, how are things going?" Good. You seem to be quite the hunter. Oh, Caught nice. anything interesting lately? <sighs> no, no. You ever heard of Oberyn? Yeah. Ever been to the Beastlands? No, wish, wish. You got to go one of these days. It's a Lovely. hunter's paradise. Yeah, I read a book about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah really big frogs. Your son's been there. Oh. He uh, looks at you, Calder, impressed. Uh, and you see Mira leans in. I have a giant mutton chop in my mouth. <gasps> Calder, you've been to the Beastlands. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've, I've done a bit of traveling with these guys. He's been all over. Yes, yes, I... I very obviously happy to have you home, but I'm sort of uh, curious of uh, why you've traveled all the way here. Surely you didn't all just come here to hide or settle down after you left Mothership, especially your timing is interesting. Well, now that we're all fed, I think we do have some things to discuss. We're investigating two things, I guess. We're trying to figure out what happened to Boris Frigg. Oh, so are we. And then we're also here to protect the ice knife from these androids. You three are going to protect the village? Well, we're going to help if you'll have us. We, yeah, we've, we've been protecting other villages. They, they trusted us to work and fight in Esri, and we've been part of other resistances. Do you know about the relic behind the waterfall? Her eyes widen at that. She takes a big gulp and starts to choke on whatever she was eating. Relic behind oh the waterfall. I'm too small to give you a Heimlich maneuver. I run full speed at her stomach to yeah. try to give her the Heimlich. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you just dive at her stomach uh, and she spits up this giant piece of meat. It lands on me. Ah! Trapped! <laughs> uh, yeah, Yurg shares a look with Mira, and uh, Yurg gets up and starts uh, cleaning up, and Mira looks at you guys and goes, 
How did you find out about a relic behind the waterfall? We found out about it because we basically hacked into this system and found out that that's what yeah. she's going for. Your enemy knows, and thankfully we know, but your secret wasn't exactly secret enough. It's vulnerable information now. Mira leans back and looks very worried. So that's what these androids are after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, the the ice knife is only supposed to be known by the Ranger General and their inner circle, but it's an ancient artifact, so theoretically we're not the only people that know about it, but I thought it mostly forgotten. This android has a way of remembering forgotten things, and it wants to use it to get to the Feywild. And once it gets to the Feywild, it's game over. You see... She goes from looking worried to once again giving you guys all that look that she was giving you Mm -hmm. when you first came in and you were talking about being from the Feywild. And she goes, you know, Calder, I've always suspected something of you. And the fact that all of you are here together is, I think it is destiny. I think you were, I think you are supposed to be here. I think this is good. You believe in destiny? Of course. This close to the Feywild? How romantic. Oh. You suspected I had a destiny to fulfill? Yes. Well, now that you know about the Ice Knife, I suppose I might as well tell you the whole story. But this stays between us. Understood? Of course. Of course. Of course. Shall we move to the couch? We can move to the couch if you'd like. Let's take it to the couch. Let's take it to the couch. Why not? You see, um, she brings you guys out to the couch. I get lost this- in a cushion. <laughs> I dive in. No, you're so natural. and Callie are lost for a long time. Wow, a Careful, Gregor's farted down there. <laughs> it stinks like fucking giant farts in here. That was his fortress. Are you sure it wasn't you? Because I heard your nickname. Uh, you see uh, Kenna dives in to save you guys. I reward her with a pretzel I found on the couch. <laughs> you see Mira throws another log under the fire and begins sort of mindlessly carving at this large bow while she talks to you all. And she goes... The story of the Ice Knife is tied to the story of the Feywild. Thousands of years ago, after the gods abandoned this world, the material plane was in somewhat of a magical dark age, but the Feywild flourished. They still had their gods living amongst them, the Archfey. Yeah. Now, the the Feywild despite its name, had its own politics and power grabs, and eventually there were Archfey who used their powers to open gates to the material plane. Some to seek refuge, some seeking to rule it. Now, there is some matter of debate over whether the rift in our sky is one of those original gates, but suffice it to say, there were gates opened here in the frigid north through which creatures of the Fae entered Bohemia. Now, there were dragonkin 
and giant kin that existed on the material plane, but the Feywild brought even more of them. And unlike the Feywild, where magic and tricks rule the day, the material plane has hard rules and can be won by strength and sword. So the original small folk of this world were forced into hiding, just mere witnesses to a great war between dragons and giants who fought for the realm. The material plane was threatened with another apocalypse, so an Eladrin demigod named Ariox, she li locks eyes with you, Callie. I blush blue. <laughs> Ariox joined the war on the side of the giants, but while some giants believed he would lead them to conquer the realm, he was secretly working to restore balance. Once the dragons and giants were diminished enough that the small folk could build their cities, Ariox sealed the gate, stopping the Feywild from invading the material plane. Okay. And that is why the ice knife was made, so that someday, perhaps, we might open it back up, but originally it was used to lock the rift. So it's a key. Indeed. Now, this quote-unquote betrayal came as a shock to many of the giants, except for us. Our ancestors were trusted allies of Ariox. We saved the world from being conquered, but at the cost of betraying our own brethren. The specifics of the conflict are largely forgotten, and there have since been many wars amongst giants, but still it is said that the cavern where the ice knife lies is cursed. They say that a paladin of Grumpsh killed Ariox with the ice knife itself and cursed his resting place. Now, I don't know if all of that is true, but the cavern in which the ice knife supposedly lies is definitely haunted. I investigated as a brazen young ranger general. The ghosts warned me not to tarry there without purpose. Do you believe it? Did you feel Ariox there? I do believe it, yes. What happened? There are different stories I've been told, but I believe that Ariox came clean about the true intentions of his plan. He was confronted by another party with conflicting views, and they killed each other in that cavern. I guess I meant more like what happens in... In the haunting. All I know is I went into the caves there. I followed where I knew the ice knife to supposedly be. And I was greeted by a strange specter who advised me not to travel further. That it was not the time. Oh, maybe the time is now. Yeah. Would you trust us to go there? I... I would. We can take Gregor with us as kind of an educational mission for him. <laughs> Interesting. I'll make him read so many books. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Well, technically, whatever is to be done about this situation is to be decided by the Ranger General and his Rangers. So maybe bring this to Gowan, and he will likely not want you to get involved. So... 
the only way that you would find where the ice knife was was be if you were to sneak around my office or something and find a map. And I'm gone. I'm doing it. I cast pass without trace on myself. I go cast crater invisibility. I go sneak around. Her oh, office. she has to go oh, to the bathroom. Yeah, she had a lot of wine. She's probably got to pee. I uh, I pretend to fall inside the couch and then face step into right her on. office. Uh, yeah, Callie, <laughs> you sneak into her office and you easily find what she was talking about mm. you find an old book that is like an atlas that has maps of different layouts and stuff Ooh. and it looks like it's a map of what the village used to look like when it was inside the mountain of mount forge mm -hmm. but you see based on the layout and stuff there are markings to tell of a specific place inside a cavern network that lines up to where that like frosty waterfall is now. You assume this is a map to the ice knife, but it has not been marked in case anyone, you know, from the outside were to find this. I painstakingly copy it into watercolor. Rad. <laughs> um, <laughs> hell yeah. While she's doing that, can I ask Mira some more questions about the attack in the East Tower? Sure, yes. Well, I, I heard that maybe there was a, a bullywug there. Yes, I, I believe that only one of the bodies was kept, and it was uh, a, a bullywug's body was brought to the alchemist. To the, there's an alchemist. There's an alchemist. Her name is Ingrid. She does good work. Okay. Yeah. What well, what sort of work does she normally do? Mm, potions or um, autopsies. It's a oh. wide range. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So he was. He was defeated. I I, I would hope so. Certainly. Yeah. No, that, that'd be for the best. Uh, thank, thank you, Mira. It's all kind of shimmies in between the couch cushions. We can, we can go, Saul. We can, we can go to the alchemist. We, we've got so much to do. Are, are, are you sure? I don't want to delay. This is your, your brother, father. <laughs> it's true. I, you, your bro, dad. Hey, Brad. Yeah. I don't know. I, You've all shown me how important family can be, so I, I can't turn my back on this. Not now. And we can't venture to the Ice Knife until, until daylight. It's too cold to go out into the wilderness now. Once Callie gets back from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I face up into the bathroom and then flush the toilet a ton of times. <laughs> oh, she must have really had to go. <laughs> Wow. And then walk out. That's multiple courtesy flushes, if you can believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how fucking courteous I am, you I see, say. Jurg is waiting for you outside the bathroom. Just goes, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> My diet's atrocious. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine too. Yeah. Uh, double flush. I gave him another firm handshake. <laughs> yeah, he gives you a firm handshake. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Uh, just nods his head. All right, Callie. Uh, yeah, when Callie gets back, I explain where we're headed. Is Great. that okay? Absolutely. All right. Calder, do you know where Ingrid lives? Would I? You do know Ingrid. You know that she is in the town square. It's it's the place where you'd buy potions. It's also a place where there are other, you know, clerics and stuff like that. But she's also sort of like the Magitech person, mm. if that makes sense. So bringing swag there or bringing one of these bodies there she would be the most knowledgeable person she's an artificer essentially yeah we can go through the town square afterwards we can go to the north star i can show you the stall where gregor and gowan locked me for two hours one time while <laughs> they got drunk with their friends i'd like that 
I'd really like that Calder. <laughs> uh, sweet. Uh, you guys run out of the house. Uh, we as get a to-go bag of soup. Great. Uh, you get a big <laughs> bag of soup. Your gives you guys a break, big bag. And Mira goes, be sure to be sure to come back. You're staying with us, right? Where else would we stay? I don't know. <laughs> Is my old room still the same? <laughs> you see, she... No, tell me it hasn't been turned into the fitness room. <laughs> it, there's... Can I do detect magic to see if there's a treadmill? There's, it's an office detect. with a treadmill in it. No! I'm sorry, I got really into running while I we was had, retired, and we already had I a didn't guest have room. Gregor's home all the time. I couldn't change his room. Wow. Okay, I'll I'll sleep on the treadmill. Yeah, we're, we'll be back. No, you don't. We'll get. We have a pullout bed. We'll be, we'll be good. I'll get you set up. You go off. You talk to the alchemist, or you talk to your your brother Gowan, or or whatever else you need to do. We'll get you set up here, so you're nice and cozy. Okay. All right. All right. I'll see you in a little bit. I love you very much. Thanks, mom. Missed you, mom. Okay. Love Thank you all you, very much. Bye bye. <laughs> uh, sweet. Um, you guys run off back to the town square. Uh, and you find, Calder, you've been to this place before. If you got like scrapes and bruises or something, you might buy like a salve to fix yourself up. You travel to a place called Ingrid's Tinctures. The door is locked though, and a sign reads closed in the window. Um, are there any lights on inside? You know, there are. You do see some candlelight, so it does look like somebody, <laughs> somebody worst case scenario, left a bunch of lights on <laughs> that are fire. Well, that's dangerous. We gotta go handle that. That's not okay. I'm gonna bang rights. on the door. Quick, we need an autopsy. <laughs> uh, you bang on the door, and after after a moment, uh, this older giant woman with long sort of uh, frizzy gray hair pushed back by goggles and she's got like an apron on, like a leather apron um, and rubber gloves. Uh, comes over, uh, opens the door. It takes her a while to get there. You guys are like banging for a while and she goes, oh, I'm sorry, we're closed. I I think I just rush in. <laughs> oh my her legs. God. <laughs> so okay. don't do that. She's surprised. So you dash past her, mm -hmm. this main room has all these baubles and tinctures and everything on the wall. You run past them. There is a back door that looks like it leads into a basement or something. I I think I hop up and swing my weight on the door to open it and try to scramble down. Uh, you crash sorry, through the I'm door. Sorry. You hear her screaming out the doorway, help, help, it's, No, 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 help, it's okay, robbers! it's okay. Robbers, it's not a robber. they're after the it's, body. We're not after the body. Well, we I technically are. <laughs> uh, you see uh, people from the nearby tavern and stuff start to run towards the alchemists. Uh, Saul, you descend a dusty staircase to a basement laboratory. Bookshelves crammed with old tomes, tables with books and beakers. In the corner, under a dim lantern, you see Swag Daniels lying on an operating table. He's covered in a blanket, but you can see his gray, sickly face. <sighs> I think I walk slowly over to him. I just... Try to see if there's anything left. As he does that, Calder and Callie, you see giants begin running up to help the alchemist. I put my hands up. Um, I'm Calder Kilde. Gowan is my brother. The ranger general is my brother. <laughs> I'm with him. This is my friend. And 
Also the other one, but not I'm not with his decision though, if that yeah. makes sense. We're 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 acquaintances with the other guy. <laughs> you see Ingrid looks at you and goes, Calder? Little Calder Kilday? Yes. Go ahead and give me you see she does recognize you. It takes her a moment, but she does recognize you. But she's upset, and the other people mm-hmm. are upset. What's going on, Ingrid? Go ahead and give me a persuasion check, Calder. I'll give you a Baldic. Okay. You can give him I'll, a help as well. You're, I'll ooh. give him a help action by launching into Calder the Cold, sir. <laughs> um, okay. With Callie's Bardic and my persuasion, that is a 28. A nice. 28. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I went, I went as ham as I could because I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you see everybody starts to back down. You know, everybody's jumpy because there were these creatures that just attacked the town, but they don't know about, like, replicants or anything, so they're not super... The, the average town folk right now does not know that they can, like, replicate people. They just heard about these monsters that attacked the tower and whatnot. So mm-hmm. as soon as you raise your hand and say who you were you hear a guffaw from the back and goes, we're scared of Smolder Kill Day. What's up, Smolder? <laughs> Not my name. Nothing, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good to see you. Uh, Ingrid uh, comes over and puts her hand on your shoulder. Why? What? Why? Why did he do what he did? He, he ran into my house. <laughs> he knew that bully walk. I would have there. let you in. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I think he's... I would have shown... I think he's emotional. Okay. <laughs> he knew... Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's, he's he's sorry. Okay. I can tell you that. Well, we yes, we should go down and make sure he doesn't do anything because they, I think, can spread their whatever is going on. I've, yeah. I've been able to. I've cast some spells on him to sort of keep him at bay. And let's I let's go down. Let's go down there. And right, let's call out right. to him on our way and say, "Don't touch the body." <laughs> <laughs> so, Saul. Meanwhile, you are down here. They have held her off long mm-hmm. enough. You begin to hear the steps coming down the stairs. Saul, as you go over to check on Swag, he suddenly jolts up from bed and grabs your arm. He locks eyes with you and Saul, you are once again locked into a strange trance with Swag. You are back in this nightmare world full of wires. You are safe up in the tree, but Swag is struggling in the sea of wires that pull him down. He tries to get his face out and yells to you, muffled. She, she can't get to the ice knife yet. No one knows how to get there except, except the Ranger General. She couldn't get Gowan, but she got Gregor. What? She got Gregor! No! She she tried the forceful approach, but they sniffed her out! Gregor was easier to get because he's out in the tower! Now she's just using Gregor as an avatar to get to Mira or Gowan! She's she's going to You see the wires pull him back under and saw you snap back to reality, and that's where we'll end our session. Oh you oh! fuck! You fuck! Oh, Gregor! You absolute Ooh. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's been a minute since we've wow. gotten to really, really get a whomping in. Oh. A story, a story whomping. You want story whomping, sir? Story whomping, a narrative whomping, a narrative whomping. <laughs> and you know what? For that, sir, I give you a little frog. 
Oh yeah, sweet guys. You deserve it. Uh, and with Oof. that, uh, you can listen to us over on our Patreon. Talk about this. Patreon.com slash NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing it. Don't do it. I won't. To listen okay. to the short rest. Uh, in the meantime, uh, does anybody else have anything they'd like to plug? Mm, I'll just ask another plug to shop.nadpod.com. Yeah. We got new yeah. stuff coming. We got a fanny pack now. Mm. Um, got some fresh stuff on the way. Got pins back in stock as well. So go check it out. Posters from the most recent live shows, all Ooh. gorgeous too. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. Usually uh, IRL only, but now they're on the website. Mm-hmm. So Hell yeah. check them out. Uh, pretend like you're in a, a digital shopping store and you are walking around floating <laughs> with a shopping cart. Wow. Loading your cart. Uh, do it's yeah. the cyberspace experience. Dude, the year 2000. <laughs> loading here. and loading. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, and uh, you can also subscribe to our show on Apple Plus if you prefer to listen to the short rest that way. Just press the plus on your little podcast app uh, to right su- subscribe. Uh, you can also follow us on social media that we may or may not use at CHMurfsMe, at Caldy's Caldwell, at Emily, and at Jake Rhodes Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N E D D P O D. We are, we are the youth of the nation. We are, we are. And now it's time to thank our benevolent Council of Elders, starting with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, Hugh C., Later McSkater, Matt M., Cutter W., Jeff C., Daniel G., Danielle D., Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P., Bryant J., Vincent W., Victor T., Balnor's Boy, Hoyd's Friend, Justin I., Danny, Danster, TJ M., Trele the Cray, Christopher B., Damiel R., Jordan L., Cyborg Version of Josh the Kobold, Stevie Wags, R.I.P., Squeam, He Died as He Lived, Without Context, Princess Yar, Jory S., Jack L., Nicholas C., star of every film ever made in Bohemia, now back in action after Union Victory, Samuel B., Mike H., Alka Smelter Plus, Great Value Gemma, Adam G., Tyler F., Knee Badger, Panama James, Heradrian, Carborough Chapel Hill, FPV, Rex Daniel, The White, Diana DLL, CC Lulu, Hercule Poirot, The Rabbit Folk Detective, Rako, Calder Comes Cold, shout out to the Cold Come Companions, Frosty Facial, oh my god, Taylor B, The Vengeful One-Winged Angel, Cass Skateboard, Cass Stephen Is Steepin, T Unevenly, You See, C, Mike K, Lady Taco, and Team Incredulity, Joy T, Jake L, Nick W, Ag Nitty, William W, Big Bad Beardo, The Mad, Anorama, Percival, Frederickstein, Von Muscle, Klawowski, D, Rolo, The Third, J Dragonborn, Mustard King, The Sandrean, Ben A, Dave H, Christian S, A Cell from the Prison of Elders, Dustin S, Danny F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookvar's Assistant, Izzy F, DPC is Awesome, Sean, The Shade Tree Mechanic of Zelbuldar, Summer Rose G, Cat C, Misa of House and Zunza, Ariel, The Occasional Mermaid, Selena N, aka Valacy Raptor, B Perky Always, Pat L, Maxwell J, Lauren H, Nolani, The Coffee Barista Brewing Fighter of Limpial and Bohemia, Serve 16, The Bone Duster, Annie, The Fay Wild Therapist, Skillful Ferret, Connor Savage, Salil, Weed Goku 69, aka Gunk at 16, Experimenting with Drugs, BioQuart 7, Amber Dextrous, Sullivan H, Jack 
H, king of the mole people, under iron deep dressed in blue and fighting his way through a bracket style tournament. Lindsay W, Valen, Carlin C, Emily S, Noah the Bullywog Boy, hashtag release the filthy guppy cut. James G, everything Bago, the Eladrin who just wants to hang out with his pet badger Stripey, Daddy Master Dandy, Han the Green Teen, Eric B, Marcos, Learns the Balance Druid, Dakota JP, Frida M, Pago's self-proclaimed Faye King, back on their regularly programmed Faye Shenanigans, Tracy P, the Crick Elf Librarian, Maggie S, Holly Hyena, Leah Giovanni, the Fighter, Akash Thakar, Andrew Crick, Plains Walker, Getting Cricky With It, Dufinius, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, yes, the whole thing, yes, every time, Cody Care, Keychains, Pentium 2, Processor, Lorelai the Succubus, and Kira, her busty queen. Matt M., your friendly neighborhood, Yant and Yunkel, Andrew and Sid. John Adams, the write-in candidate for 2024, my goodness. Meg, the mail carrier manager of Bohemia. James F., Jimmy A., M4L, Austin S., Wayfarer now has to do something with the trolls. Get rid of them, turn to page 42. Keep them, turn to page 69. Shane C., Barpo Goodbarrel, Bard, Barry and Welshlander, Garrett G., one big curd. Mr. D., Dana the Daisy, Ethan B., Havi the Half-Orc, Renee the Monster Captain, Box Clifton, Olivia the Enchanting Bard who is working hard on her audition for the lead singer of the Mounting Crows, Winter Slade, Sammy B, Bahumia's Finest Linguist, Riley S, Fico, Angry Wheat, Garrett the Artificer, Anthony the Raddest of Dudes, Josh H, Abigail H, Caleb LS, the fairies have been partying nonstop to celebrate, hashtag CCC, we are hungover and resting and wishing the best of luck to y'all. Cantrip Dumbledore, the bear onesie wearing barbarian, Lexi H, MJ, the BFG, Cam, the Frogman, Artavius, K, Gino T, Mama Bell, the Silver Serpent herself, Derek D, Tristan, the Talentless Hunk, BTA Workshop, Shenanigans O'Connor, Mios the Great, Alex K, Joshua S, Alexander, Linz W, Angel La Pamela, the Forever Vindicated, Emma S, Red, the Reforged, Warforged, Goat Token Fenton, Tim 69th, Simulacrum reporting from the future, ready to destroy the world of Aurelion. Amazing. A catnapping in a sunbeam listening to a podcast. Also amazing. Nyax, nasty nut. All right. Shall be Kenna's second favorite sprite girl, a level 12 circle of party druid with a one times a day pinata wild shape. Please don't smash her. Jackson R. T3RH. X, official Ned Flanders, Blake H, searching for a sweet blue hole with his bestie, Big Bev, Pawpaw Sky Days, Meemaw Sky Days, oh, it's V, Tommy W, Mike and Lisa, sending love to y'all, Haley the Human, Megan N, the Big M, Balnor's best friend Steve, Stephanie of House and Zunza, Jake's Ramen Shop, R.I.P. Melchior, the brave lion and warrior who even cares about the rest of the party, Karjish, Benjamin A, Sacrificial Otaku, pen name for Callie's cousin who discovered anime and is trying to spread the word all over Bohemia, Jiggy, Merlino, Mickle A, Angie A, Josh H, oh no, the mechanical yak teams are fighting, Froki, Jacob K, Maple the Shy Bookworm, Ash Lee, Seth E, Billy B, Tori, the Dragoose, son of Thomas the Blind Bisexual Goose, by Icon and father of 69, Cygnus, real goose, look him up, okay, Sock, Monkey, Bob, Lovers Call Me Edel, Foes Call Me Wise, The Party Call Me Edelwise, Michael L.S. 2, Cobbers, Bobbers, The Coblin, Bobbin, Goblin, Nova Cry, Parcel, Dex, Riddlewell, Hannah A., Ace, Dregs, High Lord of Critzburg, and of course, Joshua 
F. Thank you, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>